Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking getting yourself ready for open enrollment. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. All right, I know in between uh, all the tweets and all the news that we kind of all just plug our ears because we don't really want to hear it anymore. The fact is, is that open enrollment is still here for the Affordable Care Act. So there hasn't been that many changes that the Trump administration has made, except one really, really important change. And that is that the open enrollment dates have been shortened by about six weeks this year. So open enrollment for the health insurance exchange starts November 1st, as usual, but ends December 15th, which is way ahead of schedule of how it has been in the past. So essentially, what they're doing is trying to just 
keep shrinking this, you know, open enrollment period. So more and more people, I believe, you know, don't have time or aren't thinking about enrolling during this time period. Now, if you work for a company, you probably have already gone through or you're getting ready to go through your own open enrollment. And remember, that's just the time where you select whatever health plan that you want for the next year. And, you know, I think a lot of times, even when you work for a company, it's really easy to get like super complacent about picking a health plan. And a lot of times you just end up staying with the health plan that you had before. And I'm going to beg you not to do that because there are so many changes going on that year after year after year, the plans are like dramatically different. And it's really easy that if you just got kind of complacent and just auto-selected what you already have, you either may be paying more money than you need to, or you may have a plan that doesn't meet your needs. And I think, you know, it's the healthcare, um, I don't know what you want to call it, divide, um, argument, uh, just status quo out there is, is just, it's crazy. You know, um, I remember, you know, even just like 10 years ago being an entrepreneur and I could get my own health plan and I could change my own health plan whenever I wanted to change my health plan. And it was just not that big of a deal. Yeah. It didn't cover pre-existing conditions, but I was young and I don't think I really even cared about pre-existing conditions. Honestly, it was like, you know, an afterthought for me, but I did have access to all of these different plans. And then the last few years, it's, it's gotten really tough to not only find a good plan, but to justify the cost of a lot of these plans. I know a lot of you listening to this, maybe you, um, have written into me and, and said, you know, I can't even afford my healthcare and I'm in my twenties or my early thirties. And it's just crazy. It's definitely something that I don't understand. I don't really understand what's going on in this country. I, um, I know a lot about health insurance plans. I used to sell health insurance plans. I've studied a lot of other countries and what they do. And I know there's definitely a trade-off for your taxes, right? So we're never in this country going to get, uh, essentially free healthcare, and not have to pay for it somewhere. And usually where that comes is taxes. And I think a lot of people don't even understand taxes and and what you're paying and you know your effective tax rate and all that kind of good stuff. So we don't we don't even need to talk about that. That we'll talk about that next year. But um you know, I I just don't really know what's going to happen, but I know something needs to happen because a lot of you out there you know, you're, you're trying to deal with your student loans. You're just trying to get ahead. You're trying to do all the other cool things in life that you want to do. And then there's like the healthcare thing. And not only is it expensive to get the plan, but then it's expensive when you go to the doctor. And so, you know, a lot of people, a lot of my friends are just like, well, I don't want to even go to the doctor. So it's, it's just crazy. It just, it really blows my mind. So I wanted to talk about open enrollment and, you know, just a few things to kind of keep on the top of your head as you're going through open enrollment, especially if you're getting one of the Affordable Care Act, the Obamacare plans. I think these are some things that we can kind of review and talk about every year because it's like this like big mystery. And I understand it because there's a lot of, confusing terms and you you look at these 
prices for these plans, even if your company is covering the plan for you, nowadays it's not uncommon for you to either have to pay, you know, some percentage of that plan every month, or you're you're choosing between plans that just don't look that great. That's kind of the reality. If you work for a company and they pay your health insurance and your coverage is amazing, that is a huge benefit to you. In fact, you may not even appreciate how awesome that is. I mean, that's essentially like you getting extra money, you know, in your in your in your paycheck because a lot of us out there that are entrepreneurs or that have our own business uh, or maybe work for a company where they don't offer healthcare or it really isn't good at all, the options are just aren't great, you know, what, what we have to choose from is not great as well. So um, that's just a long-winded way for me to say it kind of sucks all the way around. So again, don't just let your your 2016 policy renew. Most likely, almost everything will have changed on that plan. And quite frankly, you're probably either overpaying for a plan you don't want or a plan you don't need. Or that plan, what happens a lot of the years is that plan just gets like vaporized, right? So all of a sudden you had a plan called, you know, the XYZ plan. And then, you know, you get a letter from your health insurance company. They're like, oh, it's not the XYZ plan. Now it's the ABC plan. And here's why it's so amazing. And then if you actually drill down and look at the plan, you're like, wait a minute, this is not amazing. I want my XYZ plan back. And you can't get the plan back. And it's, you know, a lot of the health insurance companies are getting squeezed, or so they say, getting squeezed. That's what I'm, that's what I hear. And, uh, you know, so they're, I mean, everybody is trying to figure this thing out. And the unfortunate thing is everybody's trying to make money too while they're figuring it out. Like, welcome to America, right? And uh, for those of you that are listening that are in other countries around the world, I, I would, I'm just so fascinated by, you know, how your system works too. But that, that's a whole other podcast. So often when we're, we're looking at our options, whether we're going to the affordable care options or we're choosing at work, we tend to do what we, what we do with everything, right? We look at the, the premium. How much is this going to cost me each month? And a lot of times we make the decision based off of how much is it going to cost, cost me. And with healthcare, there's a few other things like you really need to look at before you just make that decision based on cost. A lot of other things in life, yeah, you can go for the generic, you can go for, um, you know, you know, whatever is, is the cheapest if that's the way you want to go. But uh, when it comes to healthcare, it's way more than just the price tag. So we've got deductibles, we've got out-of-pocket max, and we've got co-pays. And there's a lot of confusion about how all those things work. So let's see if we can demystify it just a little bit. So copay, that's like when you go to the doctor or you go to the emergency room and they're like, okay, it's 20 bucks or $25 or $10 or whatever that dollar amount is for your particular plan. It's what you pay every time you visit the doctor. Uh, there's some different copays for different types of doctors. So if you see a specialist, double check what you're going to pay in that particular plan because oftentimes it's double or it's a lot more money. So things like that, you you know, you may not be thinking of. Like if you're a normal, healthy person, you maybe get sick once or twice a year. No big deal, right? 
But if something comes up where you have to go see a specialist or you have to go to a special hospital, you want to make sure A, that it's covered in your plan and B, that, you know, you're not going to have, suddenly you need to go to a specialist and every time you go to a specialist, it's, you know, another 75 bucks or whatever it may be for your plan. I'm just kind of making this up here just so we can all, you know, learn along the way. Okay, next we've got our deductible and likely this is something you're probably pretty familiar with, but it still gets a little kind of jumbled up. So it's the amount of cash you're going to pay before your insurance kicks in. And typically the co-pays don't actually count towards your deductible. A little sneaky there, right? So you could pay you know, a couple hundred dollars in, in co-pays, but they're not actually going to fulfill your deductible. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete.me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete.me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. and <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one time service, Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. 
Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features and view the product roadmap. This my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm sorry, but I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a mini golden mountain doodle, full of life, and I would do just about anything to keep her happy, healthy, and safe. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of your family and you want to do the best for them. But vet bills can really add up. We jokingly keep telling Winnie she needs to get a job to pay for her vet bill. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customized accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping to ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim, and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. 
Insurance is underwritten by either Independent American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer, is not engaged in the business of insurance. There may also be a deductible for each person in the plan. If you're married, you got a family, something like that, make sure that you understand how that deductible works because you want to figure out, well, if it's $500 per person, okay, maybe that's not a big deal. But if we have like a three or $4,000 deductible and you know we need to hit that first, well, we're going to have a lot of healthcare that we're going to have to pay out of pocket, right? Okay, then you have coinsurance. So think we're like we're like stepping up a ladder now, right? So once we've reached our deductible, we aren't out of the woods yet. So the insurance company is going to require typically that we pay a coinsurance at that particular point in time. So once we've we've hit our deductible, whatever that number is, let's just say it's 500 bucks, right? So we've hit our $500 deductible. So now we're in what's called our coinsurance phase of our healthcare. And commonly what you'll see is healthcare plans that are like 80-20 or 70-30 or something like that. And what that means is is the the second number, so if we're looking at like 80-20, the 20% of the bill is what you pay and then the 80% is what the insurance carrier will pay. Okay, so we've got our deductible, we're stepping up the ladder, we've got our coinsurance. Then we have something that confuses the heck out of people all the time, and I totally get it. It's called the out-of-pocket maximum. And I beg you, beg you, beg you to know what this is for your particular plan because it really is important. So this is the maximum amount the insurance company would require you to pay for healthcare expenses during that year. Once you hit that number, then the insurer is going to pay 100% of your medical bills. So again, you're healthy, you go to the doctor, you know, you're sick a few times, you get a flu shot, no big deal. But let's say that something that is a big deal happens to you and you have to go to the hospital or whatever it may be, right? You're going to hit that out-of-pocket max pretty darn fast. You have a baby or anything like that, you are going to hit that max. And so why you should care is because if suddenly one year you have to pay 3000 or 4000 or whatever that number is, this happens all the time when women give birth, you know, and they're unaware of the out-of-pocket max. And suddenly there's like, you know, a $2,500, $3,000 bill in the amount. And they're like freaking out. So just know ahead of time, if you're going to have a kid, something like that, call your insurance carrier, find out how much you're going to have to pay for that particular hospital. Because again, every hospital is going to be different. But again, if you're if you're in a car accident or something like that, obviously you can't call ahead. That's ridiculous, right? Uh, but just know that you know you're going to have to pay some money. Now, of course, you can work out payment plans with hospitals, things like that. I don't freak you out that you have to hand over that that much of money. But you need to understand your deductibles. You need to understand the coinsurance amount, and you need to understand the out of pocket maximum. So all of those things, you should figure out what is the best choice for you for just the year going forward, right? Just look at the next year because everything's going to be a whole different ball of wax when we get to the following year. In fact, who the heck even knows what's going to, you know, happen in 2019 for God's sakes. So 
some people ask, you know, well, why should I look at Affordable Care Act plans? Well, sometimes you can actually qualify for tax credit or cost sharing. So under the Affordable Care Act, people who earn between 100% and 400% of the federal poverty level and purchase a plan through the exchange qualify for these subsidies that help offset their monthly insurance payments, right? And, you know, a lot of times people are like, well, I could just lie. I could just lie and get the subsidy. You could. That would be highly unethical. And when you go to file your tax return, which is where you have to state whether you had health insurance coverage or not, it's where the penalties come into place, all of those sorts of things. So I just don't suggest that you just make up a number in order for you to get the subsidies because they are definitely checking for these types of things at the IRS. Um And look, if your options through your company suck, you can always look at an Affordable Care Act plan and see if one of those plans better meets your needs. But again, you have to stay within those open enrollment guidelines, right? And I'm going to include links to all the places to kind of go search around. I'm going to include some guides from Policy Genius about state-by-state different information because there are states that do things a little bit different. And so you really want to make sure that you're paying attention to whatever, you know, jives with your particular state. You do have a penalty, like I said, if you don't buy health insurance. This has not been washed away yet. So this year it was 695 bucks up to $2,085 for a family. And I think we could pretty much guarantee that we're going to have penalties in 2018. There's going to be a little bit of an increase from that penalty. So you know, I've had a lot of people argue with me about, well, I'm healthy. I'm just not going to get health insurance and I'm just going to pay the penalty. And, you know, again, I, I sort of feel like it comes down to ethics. Um, I mean, there's so many things that happen health wise that you aren't prepared for that aren't the common cold that are, you know, sudden and out of the blue. And I just think you're kind of leaving yourself out there like hanging on a ledge. If that's your approach, I know a lot of people do it. And you know, if it works out for them, then so be it. But I I just believe that we should all, you know, we're all in this together. We're all in this boat together. It's, it's sucking for all of us all around, and we just have to figure out a way to fix this thing, right? Um, so there are a couple other ways to save money without skipping on coverage. If you work for an employer, some employers offer you know flexible spending accounts or health savings accounts. I'm a huge fan of a health savings account. Even if you buy an individual plan, health savings accounts are awesome. It's kind of like the triple whammy, right? So you can put money into the health savings account that's pre-tax money. It grows tax-free, and then you can take it out for healthcare-related expenses without having to pay a tax. It's just... It's one of the best things. If you have access to a health savings account, I'm a big fan. Do a little research and uh, you know find out if that works for you. So again, contributions to these types of accounts, they're pre-tax. So the savings is pretty immediate. Let's say you elect to contribute 2000 bucks to one of these accounts over the year. If your effective tax rate is 20%, your tax savings on those contributions will be 400 bucks. So you know, at the end of the day, again, my motto is more money is always more money. 
All right. So hopefully this has just been a little refresher for you on open enrollment, the things that you need to pay attention to on your own healthcare plan. If, if, you don't know your deductible, if you don't know your co-insurance, your out-of-pocket max, any of those things, I just suggest, you know, it's so easy to look these things up. Just look it up online, understand how it works for you. Because a lot of times with the healthcare plans, you know, we're paying, we pay the bills, the bills come in, we pay our co-pays when we go to the doctor and we're just like, wait a minute, I don't even understand how this thing works. So know that you're not alone. There are millions and millions and millions of people out there that do not understand how the healthcare plans work. I think they've gotten more and more complicated over the years. Even though we've tried to simplify them, I'm not sure that's what we've done. I think they've, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, you're reading a foreign language sometimes. So, uh, hopefully this is demystified a little bit. Like I said, there's going to be some links in the show notes. So head on over there to find out more information and just do whatever you have to, to make sure you don't miss that window of November 1st to December 15th. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, shout it out to your friends, share it around so that we can continue the love. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.